Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus. You are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, Jay-Z. John Coleman. T.O. was popping. The interest is up and the stock market's down. I've never heard that jingle. And you're going to get mugged if you go downtown. Mm. Hank Williams Jr., Bo Cephas, 1981. Mm. 40 years ago. Wow. 40 years ago. That Those were the lyrics of Country Boy Can Survive. And no lie, I checked my rate sheet. Mm-hmm. Interest is up. Yeah, yeah, yes it is. I listened to the Federal Reserve talk. Interest is going up. Oh, it is? And then I logged into my damn TD Ameritrade account. Interest is going up. And the stock market's down. Oh, no. I hope I don't get mugged if I go downtown. No, I don't know. Well, it feels like 40 years since the last time we've been on an episode together. Bro, we have some catching up to do. So shout out to us catching up. We have a we have a lot of catching up to do. Hey, you know what? Shout out to Ruth. Shout out Ruth. The Ruth. The dope. Ruth. The Ruth is on fire. God, I didn't think Ruth you'd say that on the air. Ruth with Marco Island Loans. Shout out Ruth where our dope's in her piece looking for the beers on the inside. Maybe that's on the... That's right? The, I was wondering that. So yeah. Ruth sends us a nice note. Center, awesome right? Note. With, with this awesome, you know, beach... Cooler, yeah. great for a six pack. Yeah. I went looking for that six pack of highlight because you know I like my IPAs. And it's, it wasn't there. I think the FedEx guy stole it. But hey, you, maybe he likes highlight more than I do. You taught me this just be grateful and express gratitude that you got the damn cooler. We, we are grateful, honestly. Right. We are grateful to all of our listeners, especially people like Ruth, Ruth. Who, who do look out and they do listen and they do tune in. Right. And she's like, hey, and she had some episode um, requests, and mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be, be able to fulfill hers because mm-hmm. she had like requests on the do not call list mm-hmm. or texting and compliance. I'm going to tell you this about compliance. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I'm mm-hmm. a compliant person. If I feel like I don't know the answer, I will reach out to my compliance department, but right. I don't know if I'm a subject matter expert to want to come and sit down and talk about compliance, and compliance is boring. A shmi. Yes, a shmi. Yes, I know who my shmi is, right. and sometimes my shmi and I will butt heads. Mm. We will not get along. Right. We will not see eye to eye. But Ruth, I, I it hasn't gone unnoticed that you would like. Maybe I can find a shmi to come in and talk mm-hmm. about uh, texting as a way to generate leads or lead follow up or lead conversion. Yeah. And then obviously, um, do not call list makes me think that you're talking about working um, a, a database of cold leads or people who don't didn't necessarily already reach out to you. Uh, and we don't teach a whole lot of that yet on the podcast. Not saying that we won't, yeah. right? Like we have the website built now, tloponline.com. It's alive, yes. it's well, it's in month two, yep. right? So February, March month two for tloponline.com or theloanofficerpodcast.com where you can find all of this content plus a plethora, plus more. A plethora of more uh, content. So we'll find a way, Ruth, over the course of 2022 to to work that in. It's not something we're going to be able to do right away. Yeah. Nonetheless, we do love you for tuning in. We do love the cooler. Yeah. We're missing the six-pack of highlight, but that's tight. That's the one. I'm, I'll still put it to use. Yeah. Hey, how about gratitude, attitude, outlook, and perspective? You I'm, mentioned that. Yeah, I did because if you, I just watched your TED Talk that you gave. Teaser. Shout yeah. out. Shit, right? You put it out in the universe, you know, John. Just, Although that's a lot of pressure. No, it's not. That's a lot of it's pressure. The pressure you put on yourself. Dude, I... I was asked, um, and for those that don't know, John posted a bonus episode, Mm -hmm. right? Just like a week or two ago, Mm -hmm. a bonus episode, which was me at Waterstone's annual conference. So every single year, Waterstone Mortgage puts on an annual sales conference, and most mortgage companies do. Mm -hmm. And if your mortgage company doesn't, then you should seek one out. Like we just had a podcast listener reach out to us via Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Was it Justine? I'll say it is. Justine. I think it is. Okay. I, I, I think it is. Um, but she reached out because she's like, hey, I'm entering year two. Mm -hmm. What type of live event? I want to travel somewhere. I want to go to a, to a business conference, a work conference. Yeah. I'm going to do that research for her. Okay. And I'm going to I'm going to reply back. Ultimately, put it out in the universe, John. I think we should do a TLOP oh, live event. What? We should do a TLOP live event. Like maybe narrow it down to like just 48 mortgage professionals. We can host it here in Orlando, mm, Florida. That sounds like a good idea. But we're not close to that. Mm. So I need to answer her request right. because there are other people that I've looked up to in my career. Right. Todd Duncan puts on an annual uh, event. Todd's kind of like a godfather. Right. Now the problem with godfathers is they kind of get old and stale. You don't say. Yeah, but nonetheless, that dude is the godfather. Mm -hmm. um, so we have to look up to him for that. There used to be this event called Mortgage Mastermind. Okay. Um, it was put on by a guy by the name of Stephen Marshall. Mm. So following uh, that particular event was was really cool. He would do it in Vegas, usually in the summertime. He once did one in New Jersey. I actually attended the one in New Jersey. Um, our boy Renee Rodriguez. Shout out Renee Rodriguez. Yep. So so Renee is doing something in March in Las Vegas. Amplify. Yeah, it's it's just Amplify, but it looks like via his social media post that Renee's also looping it in with some other oh, okay. um, things. I don't know if they're mortgage related or just entrepreneurial and business related. Right. Obviously, Tony Robbins does his thing. Um, there's the people over at Mortgage Marketing Animals. They do their thing. Right. Um, there's this new company. I'm not that familiar with them, but it's called Next Level. Mm -hmm. Next Level's doing their thing. I don't. You know, I can't tell you if their events are, are good, bad, or indifferent because um, I've never been to them personally. Yeah. But I follow them on social, and I know people who know them, and the people I know who know them speak highly of them. So I could, through that kind of Kevin right. Bacon type of six degrees, six degrees, mm -hmm. yeah, be able to speak on their behalf. But I will research some things, and I'll try to reply via Facebook. But I'm gonna tell everyone the best way to get a hold of me is LinkedIn. LinkedIn, like Dustin Owen on LinkedIn is a phenomenal way. Um, I just noticed, literally, it's just you and I catching up. Mm -hmm. I just noticed, like it was. Two nights ago or three nights ago, we had like 17 unread messages on IG. Yeah. Like, that's totally on me. I don't know if it was the new phone I got because I did lose my phone in Nashville. Yeah, that happens, man. You can't be leaving your, you can't be leaving your cell phone on random tables on uh, Broadway. Bro. Correct. If you're down on Broadway, it's after 11 o'clock at night and you're with a group of people, word of the wise, do not put your cell phone on the table mm -mm. and go to the bar to get a drink or stop by the dance floor to, to dance or maybe go give the band a 20 to go play your favorite song. Damn, a 20. Hey, I wanted that song now. Did they play it? Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. About to say twenty. Shit. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. I rolled into Nashville, not thinking like if I roll into Vegas, I'm rolling in there with like some cash. Yeah. I didn't roll into Nashville thinking I needed cash, so I had like maybe a hundred bucks cash on me. Yeah. That shit was gone in like a night. Really? Didn't last. I uh, tipped the bands. Did you? Tipping the bands. Yep. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, that. I want songs, but then the bands get smart and they actually have a Venmo, so I can just Venmo the band. Jesus. Yeah, which what, is even better. What world do we live in? I don't know. It's an you know, I Venmoed the, a valet at a restaurant. I know. That's too much. That's crazy, that's right? That's insane. So, how to get on that wrap up? So, anyhow, the gratitude, attitude, outlook, and perspective right. is what we were, we were talking about. I was in Nashville for Waterstones Annual right. Conference. That's what made me speak, uh, uh, think about the listener who reached out. That's what got us talking about different conferences that you can go to. But so the company that, that we work for, yeah. they put on a conference. So we got to go to Nashville to do it. And they actually asked me to speak right. on the main stage, which was really cool. Like in the past, I've moderated panels, which is kind of like this format that we do here on TLOP. Mm -hmm. I had taught breakout sessions. I love teaching breakouts, right? One of my favorite days of the week is Wednesday. 
because Wednesday at 10 a.m., what do we do, John? Mortgage school. We teach mortgage school. I get to stand up in front of a classroom with mortgage professionals, most of who are two years or less in the business, mm -hmm. and it's anything goes, all holds bars, and we get to talk business, talk entrepreneurship, talk sales, and talk mortgage. Yeah, it goes really in-depth. And you know what? If you're interested in viewing those clips, you can head on, on over to tloponline.com and check them out. Look at you go. I wasn't even going for that, know, John. But that's the way I think. Yeah, man. that's like an alley-oop. <laughs> that was Penny to Shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. 1995. Yeah. Um, but yes, yes. If you go to TLOP Online, whether it's the freemium content or the premium content, yeah. Like there's some content and a lot of content for free. Yeah. There's even better content. And we're going to ask you to make a small donation of 25 bucks a month. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you this, that website wasn't cheap. That shit ain't free. And that website <laughs> is only one tenth oh, that's, yeah, of just, where we want it to oh, go. Yeah. But we need to raise capital yeah, to invest in the website. Mm -hmm. So we figured $25 a month is basically like three lattes from Starbucks. You know, yeah. Right a month, I think people could afford that. Those that are serious about their careers or serious about learning and serious about their business. Right. But yeah, a lot of those clips that you're seeing right now, yeah. they're just clips of us doing our thing from and, mortgage, and mortgage school. school yeah. From mortgage school. Yeah. Now, eventually, we do want to do even more content yeah. where we sit down with a purpose and create it. Yeah. But we're not there yet, yeah. right? We're That's part of the evolution. Absolutely. Hey, we started with a podcast. Yeah. Then, we, then we developed a podcast audience. Yep. Now we have a website. website. Now we need to develop the website. Oh yeah, now yeah. And that website's gonna allow us to then open up career placement oh, opportunities. It's gonna help us with a coaching program. Yep. It's also gonna help us do live events. Yep. Right? Put it out there. How yeah. cool would that be? Yeah. To do a TLOP event once or twice a year it's where we get first to get together. Annual TLOP summit held in Orlando, Florida. I mean, it's going to happen. So, Is it going to be annual or semi-annual? Do I mean, we do it every six months? I mean, it depends. I think we start off once a year. Okay. And then we'll go, you know, we'll expand from there. Yeah, we'll just figure it out. We can bring in mortgage experts throughout the country. and We can teach breakout sessions. Right. And maybe, maybe I'll do a keynote what? like I did. You don't say. Yeah, but I, that's how that was. That was fun to do, by the way. And um, I'm a little nervous that you threw it up on, on YouTube, but I'm kind of... I'm kind of happy you did. Yeah. Like it was weird because I woke up that morning like wide awake. Were you nervous? Um, I was do nervous. Mm. Like, like do I get excited? Nervous? Mm. You're like when I played football, I was a really hard hitter and I hit people hard because I got nervous. Right. I got scared and when and when I get scared, I tend to go 100 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. So I woke. I went to bed early that night. I didn't go out with all the partiers like mm. <coughs> maybe you did. Mm. Um, staying out till <coughs> five a.m. It's a part of but, life. But I, uh, yeah, I was in bed um, by eleven, and I just like popped out of bed at like six a.m. wide awake, yeah. and I was able to lay in bed because I don't. I don't have note cards, right? Like I, I had a general idea of what I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. I obviously I knew my slides, could put my slides together, but I didn't didn't really like had this thing memorized. Mm -hmm. Just general, you know, speak from the heart type thing. But I was laid in bed that morning and I basically did the whole thing in my head without looking at the slides. Word. Like my wife was still asleep next to me in the hotel room and I'm like, Oh, you what? had slides? Someone made slides? You had slides? I made, slides. made slides. I made, yep. Oh. Yep. I can figure that part out. <laughs> right. There's not many things with, with the computer I can figure out. I can <laughs> oh, figure oh, out okay. PowerPoint All right. a little bit, not like the crazy grass, okay. but right. I can go steal an image from Google Basically. and then I can, I can, yeah, as long as you already have the template. Form. So I, I actually asked someone from Waterstone's corporate office to send me their template, yeah. and then I could just paste what gotcha. I wanted to. Yep. So anyhow, they um, they asked me to do something on attitude, gratitude, out, uh, outlook, and perspective. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I did it. It was pretty cool. It was fun to do. And I, I remember getting back to the hotel room. I had to change my clothes at noon. I had to do a, a wardrobe change. There you go. Or as my daughter calls it, I had to put on a new costume. <laughs> right? I had on my businessman costume that morning. Yeah. We were going to go to the Bluebird Cafe uh, that afternoon for a private event, which was amazing. Like, shout out to the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville, Tennessee. What an amazing experience. We had two singer-songwriters perform for us. There was only 30 of us in this mm. venue, or 40. The venue only holds like 68. But these singer-songwriters have written for people like George Strait, for like Lone Star, for um, this is current country music guy by the name of Morgan Wallen. Like they have written some like number one mm -hmm. hits and they just played for us. Nice. Like just two singer-songwriters telling their story. Hey, this strumming is a Strumming the guitar. Strumming the guitar and telling a story about, about the inspiration behind the song, who they wrote it for, who they wrote it in mind for. Yeah. Like. There is a song, um, it's a number one hit by this country singer, George Strait, who's called The King. His song is called Troubadour. And Leslie, who was um, one of the singer-songwriters, she wrote Troubadour with George Strait in mind. Mm. Like, she's like, yep, I'm writing this song, and this is the guy I want to sing it, and sure enough, sure enough he cut it. Mm. So what a cool experience. So, um, yeah, I, I've, I'm all over the place today. <laughs> I left that keynote, yeah. went back to my hotel, because I knew that we were leaving for lunch and I had to put on a new outfit. I didn't mm -hmm. want to wear my business executive outfit, mm -hmm. keynote speaker outfit to the Bluebird Cafe. I wanted to put on a pair of blue jeans, my cowboy boots and, and a shirt. Yes, sir. So that's when I first I saw my wife and it's just funny. She asked me, she goes, how'd it go? And I took a deep breath and I'm like, man, I don't want to overstep things here. I don't want to like, get out in front of my skis. I go, but I think it went pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, I didn't shit the bed, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. I didn't totally like stumble and bumble all over myself. Yeah. And I think the audience was picking up what I was putting down because I was speaking in front of two, 250 people, mm. right? It was 9 a.m. the morning after everyone had gone to an awards dinner mm -hmm. and partied their butts off on Broadway. Sloppy. Yeah, and then they put me out there. Yeah, that's that's the face but, they want to see at nine a.m. Yeah, but I'm I'm happy that that you put it out there as a bonus episode. Yeah, we we are over two hundred episodes Shout now. Out to episode two hundred. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Jesse DiGiacomo gets two hundred. Yep. How cool is that? The five hundred unit man, man gets the episode. Gets episode two hundred. Come on, man, it's the universe. You can't plan it any better than we that. we didn't though. even plan it that of way. Of course you didn't. Right? Like how how fortunate are we? Like talk about gratitude. Mm -hmm. How fortunate are we that we kicked off? Well. We didn't kick 2022 off the right way. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, like John and I had to do a best of series because someone, i.e. me, mm -hmm. went on a hunting trip with 10 buddies and seven of us came back and tested positive for COVID. Yeah. So that was like January the 5th that I tested positive. I was gone January 2nd and 3rd on this hunting trip. Mm -hmm. So that kind of put us in a bind that he and I couldn't be together to do the podcast. So I'm emailing him. I'm calling him. I'm working from home. He's at the office. And I'm like, hey, let's find some episodes that we did like back in the day sure. that we thought were good episodes. Mm -hmm. And maybe they just didn't get the traction or the love for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So we put them back out there. We appreciate you all tuning in and Thank listening you. to them Thank and commenting. We appreciate it. Yeah. And understanding. Right. But what we are fortunate about is we kicked off this year, 2022, Ooh. like we went Molly, Molly, $100 million producer. Shout out, Molly. Andy Burton. Andy Burton is the best one-legged lender I yeah, know. one-legged lender, Andy. His, Shout out to his Andy. His story yeah. about how a, a almost dying, mm, literally, like 
literally literally dying in a ditch yeah like losing his leg motorcycle accident like knucklehead his words not mine right and and how it, it allowed him to just become who he is today mm-hmm. who is a phenomenal businessman uh, a great person a good dad a good dude and a hell of a mortgage producer yeah like he's another hundred million dollar producer hundred mil right so then then we we before in the middle, we threw in Tim Davis. Shout out Tim Davis, dude, great I, coach. I do. I talk about Tim all the time. Like yeah. he's he's been a top producer and a top mortgage coach. Yeah. We had the opportunity to sit down with him. Yeah. Right. And then we go what? Sarah Cipriano. Shout out Sip? Sarah Sip. Like Sip is on point. She's one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet. Facts. Right. And and think about this. Like within three years of her entering the mortgage industry, this is after her bank told her, Nah, you're not good enough to be an an, an MLO with us. Yeah. She's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go and actually go work for Jesse. I'm going to go work for this dude named Jesse who yeah. has a heart of gold. He's going to give me the opportunity. Yeah. And I'm going to go out there and just put people before profits. And, oh, by the way, in my third year, I closed over 180 units, of which all of them were referred. So by referral only, and 90% of them were purchased. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. You better tune into that episode, John. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you better tune into that episode, John. <laughs> I did. I edited it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I understand for the yeah. people. Yeah, yeah but, but then as, as a bonus, yeah. because he was in the audience that day, yeah. what was cool about Sips that I loved, it's, it's, it was our first true live. Live film from our live studio audience. Yeah. It really like, was. Like, like, we had my, my niece in here, and she was technically the first, first person, one, yeah. but like live, live. Like, yeah. we had 40 people in a mm-hmm. room. We had to stop and pause for laughter. Yeah, it was awesome. And, or hecklers. Yeah, like, hecklers in the yeah, crowd. Like yeah, so, so when Sip's manager, yeah. Jesse, started heckling. Heckling, yes. All right, cool. I grabbed him and said, all right, homie, you're going to sit down with us. You don't, oh, 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 what? Yeah. 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 Well, one, because he's one of my favorite people. He's, a really he's one nice of the dude. nicest guys yo, you'll meet. It's, yo, it's awkward how nice he is. Genuinely nice. Like, no bullshit. Like, yeah. genuinely nice yep. person. And then you have someone like, wait a minute. You personally closed 500 units? And your team is only you and four other people? What do you mean? The 500-unit man? Yeah. Those the, 500 but, yeah, units? That's on top of managing his operation, which includes multiple branches and, like, 19 other loan officers. I think it's worth also saying that he, like, single-handedly, like, taught, sipped the industry and made her, with a lot of other help, but he, like, yes. conditioned her to be the loan well, officer he, she is today. Yes. He, he gave her the wisdom, the guidance, and the opportunity that she needed. Mm-hmm. And then... To cap off the top producer series to roll in Danielle Anderson. Oh, wow. We're not done yet. Yeah. So, like, Danielle's a loan officer in Colorado who happens to work for Waterstone Mortgage. What's really cool about Danielle's story, and I don't think she and I covered this on her episode, Danielle and I, <coughs> there's my COVID call. <laughs> 30 days later, yeah. I still have some residual effects. Yeah. Um but Danielle and I met through the podcast. Yeah. She was a podcast listener who reached out and was like, yo, we love. I love what you're doing. And I, I saw her email tag. I'm like, hey, sister. You were? She's like, what? I go, yeah, sister. Like, you're a Waterstone family. You don't say. Yes. And her story is amazing Whoa. because of how she did it, mm-hmm. how detailed she she is. I started following her on social, which is really cool. She posted this, like, yesterday or today. She actually posted. She still has it. It's like this um, large piece of, like, cardboard where mm-hmm. she drew it looks like like a fourth grader drawing, mm-hmm. but she drew out her business plan. Like mm-hmm. she planned out to to leave her job as an executive saleswoman for a Fortune 500 company mm-hmm. to become a mortgage loan originator. And she posted to her social. Um, so if you follow Danielle Anderson on social, yeah. which I think she's, her handle is like remote year host, she told yeah, us. That's right, yeah. And she's remote year host because what I love about what, what she did is that she was able to 
A, lean into our strengths, which was understanding Airbnb, teach that to the real estate community, which in return allowed her to build relationships with realtors. And then realtors referred her home buyers that needed mortgage financing. Yep. But she did it utilizing technology while doing a, a like kind of study abroad program yeah, for exact for for, yeah, for, for grownups for grownups <laughs> yeah. yeah for business professionals. Yeah. So she did it while living for four months in South America, traveling to like four or five different countries with a group of like twelve. Yeah, she was locking loans like across the wor across the world, literally. Yes, like how cool! Like yeah. how cool has our first yeah. five or six weeks yeah. of twenty twenty two been? I really, I really like the fact that all the top producers we had on the, you know, on the series all had different stories. It was all different. It wasn't the same. They didn't come up the same way. They all had kind of unique pathways to get to um, becoming a top producer. I think you'll find that. I think if you interview enough top producers, what you'll find is that the core is always going to be the same, mm. but then everything else is going to bring a unique perspective, mm. right? So like the core will be, you had a strength and then you leaned into it, mm. right? We interviewed Mike Williams, eons ago. Yeah. Mike Williams in his second full year in the mortgage business closed $30 million. First right? year. Realtor referred, purchase focused. Yeah. His second full year. Yeah. No, his first full year. Yeah, his first yeah, full, full year. year. Yep. And um, his strength was he came from auto sales. So he had 1,000 past clients yep. who knew him and trusted him in a business manner. So when he joined the mortgage industry, he basically called all 1,000 or texted <laughs> yeah. or emailed and stated something along the lines of, hey, you trusted me with your car, car. purchase. Yeah. Now it's time to trust me with your home purchase. Right. Yeah. right? Like that was his message. Yeah. Danielle's strength was Airbnb. Yeah. Right. We um were we just hired this young rookie loan originator who his strength for the past three years, he has helped realtors understand SEO, understand Google, understand mm -hmm. Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. His strength we know going into it is as a loan officer, he is going to be able to sit down with realtors and still do that. But instead of doing that and asking for a fee, he's going to do that as a way to help them lead generate. Ah, and then as a yeah. lender, tell them, hey, I can help you work your leads. Ah, right. Smart. That's going to be his strength. So yeah. we all have our strengths. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of working it. Andy Burton's strength didn't necessarily come from like, oh, having this massive following yeah. the way that Mike Williams did his strength is he had overcome something so gritty <laughs> yeah so gritty and so um like almost terrible in his right, life right. it taught him yes you can you can persevere the hard work is worth it and you're gonna have setbacks yep. but if you continue plunging forward you'll get there mm -hmm. like that's what allowed Andy do you remember this he said he closed five loans his first his year five yeah five loans his first year for what 14 grand what is it he made fourteen thousand dollars. yeah yeah he made fourteen thousand dollars but he didn't give up he didn't no, stop he didn't. and there's a lot of our listeners who are very similar to Andy right. like they're going into year two they look at year one and they're like I don't know how it survived. <laughs> yeah. Like, but like Andy, he had that. He, yeah, he, he had that in him. And Andy also was seeking knowledge. Right. Right. He's he was he was constantly learning. And then he was learning so he could teach. Right. And then he was out there networking. Right. I actually talked about that in, on my on my little keynote, keynote that yeah. I did for Waterstone, right? Mm -hmm. It's like I feel like as professionals, business professionals, we need to always be learning, always be teaching, and then always be networking. Mm. If you can do those three things consistently, I think you're gonna be successful at just about anything in life, regardless of your profession. Yeah, for sure. How about you, John? What are you looking forward to in 2022? What are some of the projects that you're working on? The website, scripting, getting scripting up. That's a big, 
That's a big lift I'm excited for. Tease, tease, wink, wink. Tease, tease, wink, wink. Um, I th- forgot about scripting. You and I just did this. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, <laughs> we are hearing you. Yes. We are hearing you loud and clear. Mm-hmm. John and I sat down and for an hour yesterday mm-hmm. recorded me scripting. Yes. We hear you loud and clear scripting on rebuttals. How do I meet with realtors? How do I get the meeting? What do I say when I get the meeting? How do I leave the meeting? How do I leave with a lead? Et cetera. We want to have these videos up on tloponline.com mm-hmm. as well as I want to have printouts yeah. like PDFs yeah, where it's like bullet points. Mm-hmm. So maybe some people who are struggling can print it out. They can put it on their on their desk or mm-hmm. up on their uh, cork board, yeah. write it on their whiteboard mm-hmm. as a reminder. Right. You know, and then we want to do more like, you know, I'll share it right now. Yeah. When you're on the phone with somebody, stand the F up, put on a headset. If you don't have a headset, go spend $200 on a good headset. Literally stand up. Stand up when you're speaking, especially when you're selling and presenting. Why is that? How many comedians do you know go on stage and sit down? Mm. How many performers do you know, unless it's like that really cool, I'm on a bar stool with my acoustic guitar. No, you stand up when you present. You stand up. It just, everything about you changes when you're standing up. Mm. So stand up when you're speaking. When you're making those calls, obviously, do not stand up if you're on a one-on-one with somebody. That's a little bit awkward. Right, right. And you never want to be talking down. So if someone's sitting down, you want to sit. Right. If someone's standing, you want to stand. Right. But I'm talking, when you're making your calls from mm-hmm. the office, I'm going to tell you to stand up. Okay. We don't have that yet, but maybe we could put together a playlist of best practices. Yeah, Some, ah, yeah, yeah like something that uh, I've never done, but other people do. They have a mirror, a little small mirror on their desk. And they talk and they look in the mirror. When Make they... sure you're smiling. Mm-hmm. Smile. People can hear your smile. Mm-hmm. Right. So so we we are going to make a conscious effort yeah. to every two to four weeks, probably every three weeks. Yeah. We want to release new videos, new handouts or printouts, yeah. Yeah. guides, tools, trackers, 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 worksheets, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> worksheets. Yeah. To help with scripting. I'm actually going to have lunch with my business partner, Mike Smalley, who Mike's been on the show a few times. Shout out Mike Smalley. Yeah, because one, he's a hell of a mortgage dude. Oh, yeah, he knows right? his, he knows like, his he stuff. He knows his stuff. <laughs> he coaches 20, 30 loan officers a year. He produces at a level of 60 to 90 million, depending on the year. Right. Like, this dude knows his stuff. So I'm going to take Mike to lunch because I'm like, hey, Mike, what else should we be teaching on scripting? In right. the elevator, he was like, bro, have you taught people how to properly do a mortgage review yet? Have you taught people how to properly do a Tuesday status update call yet? Wait, you're talking too fast, Mike. Let me get out my notes. Hold on. Let me Correct. Yeah, I was like, man, I was I was running to the bathroom and he was hopping in the elevator and I just threw it out there. The universe. And he just starts spitting. Right. So I want to take him to lunch so that he can make sure that he's feeding me mm-hmm. scripts that we need to be producing content for. Just right. like we want to hear from you all. Yeah, please. Like, like, look, if there are certain scripts you want to hear us do. Yeah then let us know, let us know. Or if you're a master at scripting Shit, and you want to come on the show, let us know. Wink, wink, nod, <laughs> nod, Jeremy Forcier, all the way out in California. Okay. Yeah. The Napa Valley Lone King. That's Okay. Like that dude can script. Google him, Google him. He's been on mortgage coach with Dave Savage a thousand times. Okay. Like, like that guy, like I, I, I use this script all the time and I swiped and adapted it from Jeremy over 10 years ago. He was on the main stage at a Todd Duncan event. Todd Duncan's events are usually out in California. I quit going to them because I quit. I hate going to Palm Desert. Mm, yeah, I'm not a Palm Springs guy. I'm not a desert guy, mm. right? So 
and, and there's probably other reasons, but I won't go into this. <laughs> I did enjoy them, though. I yeah. really did. And I met so, and it's it's even less about what I learned by going out there. It's the people that it's I met by going out there. Yeah. Right. So, like, a lot of times by going to these events, I, I made most of the best use of my time at the bar. Yeah. Between 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. Yeah. Like, that's where I met some really cool people. But anyhow, so I see Jeremy Forcier, and um, I can't remember what he was speaking on, but he was talking about when he builds a relationship with a realtor. Mm -hmm. He straight up tells that realtor, like, look, John. The reason why you need to work with me is because I'm going to help you capture and close more business. And the way that I'm going to help you capture and close more business is I'm going to, ready? Here's the script. Relentlessly pursue all leads until they buy or die. And by die, John, I don't mean that they actually die. Now, some will. That's just life. Yeah. Comes with the territory. Mm -hmm. But some people, by die, they tell me to go F off. Yeah. But look, the reason why you should refer me is not only am I going to do a good job of treating your client well with the white glove treatment. And not only do I know my stuff inside and out and you know, I'm going to close on time and I have great programs and products. Everyone has great programs and products. You know, mm -hmm. it's, I'm going to help you capture and close more business because I relentlessly pursue all leads until they buy or die. That was a really cool script. I'm like, boop, I wrote that down. Yeah. What's really cool is who was the first person that you heard it from? Shout out Todd Richards. <laughs> Todd Richards. Todd yeah. Richards was the first rookie LO that we ever hired here at Waterstone, like under under my umbrella with David yeah. and Mike. And we hired Todd. We didn't know what we were doing. He didn't know what he was doing. It was a, <laughs> yeah. it was a match made in heaven. Yeah. Now, nine years later, Todd's one of the one of my favorite stories because he is is evidence of you just come to work every day and you do as you're told, yep. you'll get better. Yeah. Right. I watched Todd go from three million his first year to six million, from six to seven, seven to nine, nine to twelve, and last year twenty million. There you go. Last year, $20 million, hmm. right? And it's funny because when you heard me say, when we were doing yeah. that scripting the other day, yeah. relentlessly pursue all leads, you're like, oh, I heard that from Todd. Yeah, literally. What's so. cool is, well, who, who trained Todd? Yeah, you. Right, yeah, and where'd I hear it from? Jeremy Forcier. Yeah, that's how it works. That That's yeah. how it works, yeah. right? So we want to bring you all of this, and if you have great ideas on scripting or you think you're really good at scripting, then let's do a show together. Yeah. We're going to do a show in a few weeks. We had this guy coming down from uh, New York. Okay. Dude's name is Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. Balboa. No. Just kidding. No, I can't pronounce Rocky's last name. Okay. It's like a long Italian name, and okay. I'm going to butcher it if I try to. <laughs> okay. So I apologize, Rocky. All right. But Rocky has this Facebook group. Okay. And look, if you are tuned in this far, we haven't lost you yet. <laughs> if, if you turn in this far and you are struggling, like you are like infancy of your career and you're struggling just passing your NMLS, check out Rocky's MLO Study Buddy Facebook group. Okay. So anyhow... This dude, out of the kindness of his heart, has been helping thousands of future mortgage loan originators pass the NMLS. Mm. Like, it's pretty easy to sign up for the 20-hour course uh. and go and take it. Mm -hmm. Okay, big whoop-de-doo. Mm. Now you get to pass that test. Uh-oh. Yeah. Like, we've had, we have an episode with Bill Benson. Shout out Bill Benson. Yeah, so check out Bill. But, like, we have an episode where Bill, the mortgage commander, yeah. It talks about studying and taking and passing the NMLS. Yes. But Rocky, man, he's really doing it yeah. through this Facebook group. In the trenches. Yep. So we're going to have Rocky on. Yes. That's what Rocky is legit going to fly his happy ass from New York to Florida. <laughs> Yo. Now, it is cold as shit up there. I mean, it's, uh, you know, so not a bad time to come it's down. It's not a bad time <laughs> to come down to Orlando. But yeah. but nonetheless, I'm super excited to have that. Like, that's coming up. Yeah. And I'm going to see if we can find a way to, collab to collaborate with Rocky. Yeah. Like, how cool would it be to, on TLOP Online, what? have resources what? where people can, A, 
maybe figure out where do I go to even take my 20 hour course yeah. or B I need to do CE. Where should I go do CE? Yeah. But more importantly, I find that's an easy solve for you mm -hmm. can solve for that pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Like Rocky already gave me five companies mm -hmm. that do it. And I know here in Florida, there's a company called Gold Coast yeah. and Gold Coast is where I probably would go if I was going to get my NMLS, which is still on my to do list, by the way. Sure. I still really do want to go through that process just so I can speak more intelligently about it when I'm when I'm on episodes and shows like this. Yeah. But nonetheless, Rocky's going to come down and we're not just going to podcast together, mm -hmm. but which the podcast episode is literally going to be how to study and pass your NMLS. Okay. Like that's what it's going to be. Me and Rocky for 45 minutes to an hour just doing that. Nice. But I really want you, me, Rocky, and Dennis. Uh-oh. To sit down and to have sit a brainstorm master. To sit down and do a, a brainstorm mastermind. Yeah. Because um, I think what he does well and what he's passionate about mm -hmm. and not hearing it from him, but hearing it from his disciples, from his students, yeah, yeah, yeah. we need someone like that in our ecosystem on our team, team yeah. TLOP. Yeah. We need someone like Rocky. So how cool would it be if he could start creating content that we could offer mm. on TLOP online? Awesome. Now, right now he has his, his Facebook group. Go check it out. Yeah. MLO study buddy yeah. um, has over 5,000 followers. It's, yeah. a, it's a private group. So you have to submit some questions to, in order to get in. Right. But you know, that's really cool. Yeah. You know what else is cool? What else? Like, man, we are catching up. Yeah, I'll tell you, this is good. So um, while I had COVID, I talked to Cindy Velez. Shout who out Cindy. Cindy. Yep, Cindy's, Cindy's been a guest on the show. <laughs> yep. uh, Cindy was one of my favorite managers. For anyone who hasn't seen Cindy's episode, she was one of my favorite managers. She was once a top producing loan officer. Like, she knows what it's like to be a rookie yellow. She then knows what it's like to be a top producer. Then a producing branch manager, then a regional manager, mm -hmm. right? And then she's done a lot of coaching and education for younger loan originators. And now her career has morphed into, she's a top producing realtor mm. who also teaches and coaches loan officers two to three hours a day, every single day. Mm. So I'm talking with Cindy about how we can bring some of her skill set to the TLOP community. Okay. Maybe that's by creating educational content. Mm -hmm on maybe some of the mortgage basics, things like LTV, DTI, the difference of Fannie, Freddie, VA, FHA, how to calculate basic income, how to read a credit report, how to read an appraisal, mm -hmm. what is title work, how do I read title work, um, mortgage math, why is it important that I can convert percentages into basis points, and how do I count by eights, and why do we count by eights, and how do I run a payment, and how do I calculate mortgage insurance? Like, how cool would it be if we could collaborate with someone like Cindy mm. and start creating content like that? Yeah. Like, so when we say tloponline.com is only at 10%, this oh, is yeah, why. This, yeah. We have nothing going on with Cindy. We have nothing going on with Rocky, but yeah. this is the direction that we're going. Yeah. I had lunch with Credit Christie. Shout out Credit Christie, who, Shout guess what, out. has was also been on multiple episodes of she's the a fan favorite yeah she's a fan favorite and um super long story short besides she and i catching up she still kills it yeah she's writing a book wow. i think last year she did like her 40 million dollars like yeah she's she gets it yeah she's in her fifth year in the business what? right yeah yeah like she gets it mm -hmm. but i said hey credit christy we're having some inquiries regarding coaching mm -hmm. you're a top producer mm -hmm. would you be interested and being a TLOP coach. And what did she say? Hell to the yes. Sign Whoa, me up. Oh, let's go, Credit Sign Christie. Sign me up. Okay. Yeah. So if I can get people like Credit Christie to come in and coach some TLOPers, mm -hmm. how about Casey McElroy? Shout out Casey McElroy. Well, guess what? It was on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Casey's a good dude. Great dude. Casey's someone that when we bring in a rookie loan officer, mm. 
we make sure that every rookie loan officer spends two hours shadowing Casey because we want 10 more Casey's. He's a, a good archetype to build off of. Yes. Like you, you were just doing videos with Casey. I literally did. Yeah. And yeah. You, you came and bragged to me. Yeah. You're like, this dude is so prepared. He is. He is. That's everything he does in life. That's literally. Yeah. So if you were to replicate, like, kind of that, remember the movie Gremlins? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you were to sprinkle water yeah, yeah, yeah. on and any. Casey, please. No, yeah. Yeah. Please, please, yeah. Yeah. There's some LOs that do hell of a good, good amount of business that you're like, yeah, but that works for them. Right. You know, like, he took down that loan application on a napkin and tried to submit it through AUS. Yes. There are definitely <laughs> top producers out there that we want to like put guardrails around. Right. It's kind of like when you're a kid and you went to that birthday party, the bowling birthday party, mm, they put the bumpers yeah, in there. Yeah, just... There's a lot of top producers that you want to put bumpers around, yeah. guardrails. Yeah. Like you don't want to distract them because you need them doing their thing. Right, but you don't want to necessarily learn from them or no, teach their practices. No, right. but Casey's someone that you do. Yeah. So I'm hoping I can convince Casey to come on board as one of our coaches as well. Because yeah. if we can get people like Cindy Velez coaching, people like uh, Credit Christie sure. coaching, people like Casey McElroy coaching, Damn. that's a good little staple of coaches right, right there. Now, eventually, and this is I'm going to work on this on, on dinner. He's told me no right now. He's like, hey, Dio, it's a no for now. I would love to get Mike Smalley up there. Ooh. Now, Mike would probably only teach at the master's level. Yeah. Like he would. Yeah. Like, like Mike probably only wants to teach people that are already closing – 100 units a year, right. they're building a team, and they just need to figure out how they can really optimize. Right. But how great would it be to have someone like him? Hey, you put it out there. Yeah, you put it out there. Mm -hmm. It'll it'll definitely work. So, yeah, these are all things that that, that we're working on. Uh, Dio had COVID. Boo, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I was not able to go run in, in one of my races. Boo, Boo. that sucks. JC is inundated with the website. Yay, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I really do enjoy it. Yeah, but the top producer series, we just rattled them off. Yeah. I hope that our audience, hope you all that are tuning in, I hope we didn't spoil you. Yeah. Like, I, we contemplated, hey, should we just, like, Peace tease in. these? Yeah, just dump it all out. And, give yeah. it to them yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. John's like, nah, give it, give, all. It, give it to them all. Give it to them all. So yeah. we just came at you strong. Right. Um, we do have a cue that that John and I, we take down notes. So when people reach out to us mm -hmm. and they, they want a certain show request, we write them down. We do our best to solve for oh, them. Oh, yeah. There's a long list. Like like, like someone reached out to me, and they would love to do an, have an episode on fraud, mortgage fraud. Right. I would love to do an episode on that, but I wouldn't be the best person. Right. However, I remember this was like three or four years ago at one of our local Mortgage Bankers Association um, luncheons. Mm -hmm. They were able to get an FBI no. mortgage fraud expert. What? He came and spoke and crushed it. What? Now, I don't know if we'll be able to get necessarily the feds to come in on the, the FBI podcast. to come on, on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. you know, because they tend to not like things that are recorded. Right. But, of you know, I'll, I'll do my best to solve for that. But that's a harder one to solve for. Just like Ruth was asking for us to talk about do not call mm -hmm. list and texting and compliance. But I think the important thing is that we see every message and we listen to it and we jot it down and we'll eventually we'll find a way to create a piece of content that will live on the website that will answer your needs. Well, that's the best part about the website yeah. is there certain things that maybe aren't great for an, a whole episode, right. but they are great for the the website. Yeah. You know, like things I want to do. Um, I got a note from, I call him my handler, but it's basically <laughs> the person at UCF that whenever they want money, he hits me up. Hit me up. Dude. Yeah. I love Nick Smith. Shout out to Nick Smith. Your by name, the way. do you have a dorm? Is a dorm named after you? Like the Owen no. compact, not that the quadrangle, the <laughs> Owen quad. I don't have a brick. Bro, I don't even have a brick have with a my name you on it. You have a bench at like dead a bench, not even a brick. Damn. I think bricks like a hundred dollars. No, I don't have a brick. <laughs> okay. No. Anyway. Um, no, anyway. but I, I, I love my alma mater. I really right. do. And the older I get, I think I love it more. Right. So anyhow, uh, Nick sends me this really cool 
um, thank you. Hey, mm-hmm. thank you for your support. Mm-hmm. You know, like we spent money, went and bought tickets to go to the Gasparilla Bowl mm-hmm. and we donate so that we can get good seats to the ticket, you know, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whatever boosters do. Like, yeah. you know, Smalley does for Florida State. I do for UCF. <laughs> yeah. David does Stanford. Like, yeah. um, but anyhow, he writes in there something about, I told Terry about the podcast. So Terry Mahajer is UCF's athletic director. Oh, okay. Okay. So anyhow, I texted Nick a picture yeah. because I'm kind of calling Nick's BS here. I'm like, you didn't you tell, bulls, you didn't tell uh, Terry yeah. about it, but you've taught me this over the past two years. So I put it out in the universe. It may happen. Yeah. So I said to Nick via text, I'm like, Hey, ask Terry when he wants to come on. I would love to do an episode based on careers in college athletics. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Everything from fundraising to right. ticket yeah, sales yeah. to becoming an assistant athletic director to a yeah. to an athletic director. The AD itself. How does someone do that? Like this this show is still everything you should have learned in high school but didn't. Yes. Okay. And we do lean hard into finance and mortgage mm-hmm. and real estate. Mm-hmm. But that's not all we want to do. No. Right? We I would love for this show to continue to gain traction and momentum and <clears throat> I need the YouTube subscriptions at 10K and then at 10 after 10K, we want to go to 30K and we can't do that if you all aren't sharing us yeah. and liking us. I'm going to come back to that. Yes, you know where I was going, but let me finish my Terry story. So nonetheless, I threw it out there. Hey, Terry Mazur, you want to come on the Loan Officer Podcast? We'd love to have you. And I'd love to hear his story because he started as a collegiate athlete and then he worked his way. I don't know if he was a grad assistant or how he got into college athletics, but now he's an AD at one of the the brightest, youngest, most momentum having up and coming universities, yeah. which is the University of Central Florida. And I don't say that because a homer. I am a homer, <laughs> but I'm saying that because that's the truth. Yeah. How cool would it be? And maybe if we had time, we could talk about this whole NIL name and likeness. Mm. But I would rather not touch that. I'd rather actually you know pick yeah. his brain. That's awesome. Sharing. Sharing. Danielle Anderson. Danielle. So Danielle, I don't think we covered this on her episode, but I was like, oh my gosh, what a phenomenal idea for our loan originators out there. Do you all know one of the reasons we created this content was for you to share it? Yeah, we want you to share it, people. Like back, 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 back in the day. Yeah. When someone said, Dio, why are you doing this? And I was like, well, because it's going to be fun. Yeah. Because I I like to get on a mic and hang out with my boy JC. (laughs) Duh. Yeah, yeah. But I said to them, I said, well, here at Waterstone, underneath our management, our umbrella, we have 45 loan officers. Waterstone as a company is 200 to 250 loan officers. Mm -hmm. At a minimum, through events like Momentum or through events like just my daily management, Mm -hmm. I have access to coach, mentor, and manage that many loan officers. And that many loan officers, whether it's 50 or 250, have clients. So I want to create content for A, the loan officers, but also their clients. But what we haven't really suggested and put out there, mm-hmm. hey, ladies and gentlemen, take what we're doing. Yeah. What a great reason to do an email blast to your realtors. What? Do an email blast to your circle of influence. Do an email blast to your past clients. If we're creating content that you really like, mm. why not send a, a, an email blast? Hey, hey, John, hope all is going well. Happy New Year. Mm. Hey, Here's a clip or here's a episode of a podcast that I follow. This episode made me think of you. I hope you and the kids are doing well. That's it. What a reason to reach out and touch someone right. without it being like begging for a referral. Yeah. You're keeping your name and your likeness top of mind. Yeah. 
and you're sharing something that you find valuable that you're thinking of them. Right. Danielle told me that she does that. Yeah. She goes, oh my God, all the time with your episodes. Yeah. I will I will create an email blast through my CRM and I'll send out one of, one of your episodes mm. and, and talk about why it's important that they listen mm. or why they resonate. That's a great idea. You just gave me an idea for the website. I should start uploading some of those mini promo clips up there as well. And we, then they'd be shareable from there. Damn. There we go, John. Just scratching the surface. Yeah, just see uh, that. But that's why we do this episode. I know we're running long on time. We are. We're, we're running long on time. Look, we needed to catch up. Yeah, that was we needed to catch up. You and I. Yeah, we need to catch up with our audience. Yeah, we are looking forward to 2022. Oh yeah, this is we, the year. we yeah. see big things. Oh yeah, we see big things. Now the industry. Uh, hey, look, I'm just gonna put it out there. Maybe we'll do a whole entire episode on this. 2022 is going to make or break you. Period. End of story. This is for branch managers. This is for owners of small independent mortgage bankers, right? This is for loan originators. 2022 is gonna make or break you. Because if you were only good in 2020 and 2021 because of the market, you have some catching up to do. You have some growing up to do. You have some learning to do. You need to be refocused, energized, and ready to just grind it out. Right. Back to the basics. Now, for those of us that have never turned away from the basics, mm -hmm. right? Sarah Cipriano didn't. Mm -mm. Although she closed 180 units, 90% were purchase focused. Still, yeah. I mean, yeah, for SIP, 2022 is gonna be another <laughs> banner year. Yeah. Right, but there's people who are tuned in like, uh -oh. that you only know of the mortgage industry because you got in in 2020 or 2021. Right. Just know that's not the mortgage industry. That was a once every 10 or 15 year. A blip. Yes, it was like a total eclipse. that happens once every X amount of years. Yeah. Okay, you're now entering the mortgage industry. 2022 is gonna be that. For some of you, it, it may weed you out. You may find that you're no longer a mortgage loan originator. For others, it's gonna be the reason why you are forever successful because it's gonna force you to get good, become a great advisor, become a great technician, become a great saleswoman, become a great presenter, a great storyteller. Be purchase focused, be the person in your local community that wants to work with you because you're damn good at what you do. Right, you're gonna to have to differentiate yourself. And it's not going to be easy. It's going to take a lot of effort, but I promise you, because you're talking to someone who has lived through years like 2008, years like 2018, and now I'm going to live, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna thrive through 2022, where it's not going to be easy. It's going to be cutthroat competitive there's going to be a whole lot less volume with refi shrinking. Mm -hmm. Let's see what you're made of. Right. Let's see what you're made of. I think you can do it. If you're tuned into sh to shows <laughs> like this and you shouldn't turn into this episode this long, yeah. I'm promising this and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Like that's a testament of someone who cares. Mm -hmm. Give yourself a high five, pat yourself on the back, but good enough never is. So keep moving forward. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, he's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. Thank you for letting us catch up with Thank you. Thank you. JC, it was great uh, catching up with you. That was great. Check us out, tloponline.com. You go there, you get all of our social handles. If you ever want to connect with me individually, LinkedIn's a great way. I'm Dustin Owen on LinkedIn. That's all the time we have for you today. We will catch you on our next episode.